Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. Now, listeners, I wanted to get your opinion on boundaries. Boundaries are really important, yet I find them extremely challenging to put into place. And recently, I was forced to set a boundary, and the thing I thought would feel icky, awkward, and uncomfortable actually felt pretty damn good. So shall we talk about it? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So when I say I want to talk about boundaries in this episode of Bullet Points, I'm really talking about all the reasons I found in the past not to set a boundary. And I suppose the reason that's come up time and time again is that I will set a boundary, which let's face it, is usually saying no. And then the person or people I'm saying no to will tell me how unreasonable I'm being and I'll acquiesce and that boundary will have meant nothing other than to signpost that I'm being difficult. And that, that, my friends, is a big chapter slash story of my life. I have in the past used the classic passive-aggressive boundary-setting strategy where you just go quiet, start giving obtuse answers, shrug, or even huff. And listeners, I think we need to make a pact right here and right now that we are better than that, and we can use our words. But that's just um, an immature way to set a boundary, and it doesn't really, it's not a helpful way to set a boundary, that's for sure. However, it is easy to adopt that kind of behavior. And ultimately, I think what's going on is that inwardly, you're pretty certain about how you feel about something, but you just don't have the confidence to say it out loud. That's how I feel. That's when I've really thought about it recently. I think that's what it boils down to. Or to put it another way, you don't know how to stand for what you believe in. And I say you, I'm really talking to myself here. This has been something that's come up a few times actually in the last... I would say six to nine months, I've come up against this time and time again, and I, I, it reached a crescendo, listeners, and a boundary had to be set, but I'll tell you about that in a sec. So I'm giving, I'll give you an example from something that happened recently, which actually was really upsetting and annoying, but it actually turned into something really helpful. It turned into a great learning experience, or as my friend Charlotte calls it, a big learn. Whenever we were having a cup of tea and chatting about stuff, she'd be like, Emma this is a big learn. (laughs) And then I know this is actually something that is a big learn and is uh, something very important I have to pay attention to. So recently, and this is professional context, I was in a situation where something that should have been very easy and collaborative and simple and something I've done many, many times before turned into something where things took a real turn and I guess the best, most diplomatic word is it just became unreasonable. And it was a shift I've never really experienced before, certainly not to this degree. And one that honestly, it took me by surprise. It was really quite shocking. It just sort of went, oh my 
gosh, what? Okay. Now, obviously in these situations, you have to maintain professionalism and you have to think of the long game in terms of long-term professional working relationships. And it's because of this that there have been many occasions in the past where I have let things go. The classic, just give them what they want to make them go away. And it's something I've had, it's a, it's something I've had to learn to do because I didn't have to do that too much when I worked on a big magazine where I had the engine of one of the biggest selling titles in the country behind me. But when you are a sole trader, well, I'm not a sole trader, but when you are a lone, a lone agent, a lone ranger, when you're on your own, you don't have that muscle behind you. You don't have the power. And so that's another, that's a whole other conversation about things that I've definitely noticed have changed uh, in my freelance career is that that is definitely one of them. The things that you took for granted in terms of the way you were treated are very different when you are on your own. But there, there we go. That's again, I, that's a whole other episode, but I have definitely in the past and definitely the recent past, it's just, just a case of, oh, God, not this again, just give them what they want, make them go away. The sooner we give them what they want, the sooner they're out, of, the sooner they basically piss off um but all with smiles obviously that's what you say behind the scenes but you just say of course no absolutely of course yeah yeah <laughs> so it's kind of a, a thing going on at play but I'm sure we can all relate to that right I'm not being crazy here anyway but what I've realized is that over time doing that doing that whole let things go or just give them what they want to make them go away that's actually really eroded at my own sense of what I will and won't stand for or perhaps more explicitly, it's eroded my confidence in what I will and won't stand for. And so what happens is that whenever I come up against something where I want to say how I feel, and I'm pretty confident the person hearing it will be either unhappy that I'm saying it or will feel annoyed or aggrieved or even will disagree with what I'm saying, the muscle of confidence I need to be able to state my case has been allowed to atrophy. There is no muscle there. I have lost my strength, although we can unpick whether I ever really had that strength in the first place, but that's a whole other... That's like three sub-episodes off this bullet points. This is clearly a big topic. This is something... Honestly, when I thought about talking about this this week, I nearly didn't about three or four times. And I thought, well, the fact that I'm finding this really difficult means that, A, I need to talk about it, no matter how clunky my talking about it is, because B... If I'm experiencing this or feeling this, then I would imagine that you, my most excellent listeners, have experienced this feeling before as well. And it's something that we should be chatting about. So there we go. And this year has been a really funny one for me. There have been quite a few changes, all by my design. I've deliberately set out to make changes. But with making quite big decisions, particularly big business decisions, which aren't things that I have been used to making in the past there have been mistakes, there have been poor decisions, and there have been situations where I have uh, interacted with people who perhaps weren't being entirely honest or above board, and that has led to a huge disappointment. And more than once in the last six months, I've politely smiled and said, hey, should we just part ways? Rather than take them to task on their dishonesty or their lack of work ethic or other such perceived transgression from my side, because I've just thought, what's the point? It's done. It can't be changed. You can't make them undo what they did just move on and don't sweat it and why that's important here is that it's not about the fact I'll acquiesce or take the hit it's actually about what happens behind the scenes I don't actually think it's a poor strategy to just sort of say oh it's done move on sort of you know dust yourself off and get back up again I don't think that's a bad strategy but what lingers and what I think I haven't spoken about before and perhaps what maybe none of us really chat about 
is that thing where you go over the situation again and again in your head on replay to see if you can find that one nugget that will just give you peace on the matter. That one interaction or that one text message or WhatsApp or voice note or something that will confirm, yes, I was right on this. Oh, okay, fine. I can put that to bed now. The end. But it doesn't. It just sort of keeps replaying. It keeps feeling like an injustice. Anyone else relate to this? Please, God, let someone relate to this. And tied into all of this is not wanting life to be harder than it needs to be. And let's, again, be really honest about this. Having disagreements with people, having difficult conversations with people, they're all an inconvenient friction for anyone who's just trying to go about their day and get through life and try their best and do their best. And I, like many of you, I'm sure, have let things go multiple times or spent so long deciding how to how I feel or what I feel comfortable saying that I will miss the right moment to say that, what I finally decide I do feel. And then I'll say something too late and make it look like I'm making something much bigger out of the situation than it really warrants. But it's because of all of the work, the mental sort of Uh, running back and forth that's going on in my head and then that can give you a reputation for being difficult so it's very very hard to know because you don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction and how many times have you heard somebody say never send an email if you get a difficult email wait 24 hours or wait 12 hours you don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction but you do have a, a very specific window of when you can say something And there is a very specific sweet spot between a knee-jerk reaction and dragging it on for longer than it needs. Am I the only one who has felt this? Anyway, I know I'm a stubborn character. I'm a Sagittarius for crying out loud. My first house is Scorpio. I mean, I've got no chance. But I also think a lot of my stubborn, and you know how I feel about horoscopes, so I can't even believe I'm mentioning that. But I think a lot of my stubborn, which I really try to work on, actually comes from my discomfort at saying what I really feel. I told someone I was annoyed on the phone the other day, And I was annoyed. I didn't need to... My reaction was, oh, this annoys me. Fact. End of. But then I called three friends to say, was I out of order to say that I was annoyed? Was it okay that I say that? Was was that aggressive? Um, But I was annoyed. And all I did was state how I felt at the situation. It was a justified reaction to the situation. But I didn't trust myself enough to believe that. So I created basically a WhatsApp committee, the kind of friends who will tell me if I'm being a dick, to get their take on things. And they were like, no, yeah, that, that's really annoying and unreasonable. So that, But it felt really good. But I should have been able to come to that conclusion on my own. So this is my rather long-winded way of saying that boundary setting isn't always about what you're saying no to. I think what I've come to realize in this last week or so is that it's about freeing yourself from the mental dilly-dally, the back and forth, the mental anguish, emotional anguish, and questioning of everything you said and did, and just saying how you feel. Now, obviously, there's a way to do that, and that in itself is a skill. But in chatting to friends recently, I've realized how much of a challenge it can be to advocate for yourself. Like, Someone, one of my friends can come to me and say, this has happened. This feels really unfair. I need to send an email about this. And yet when it comes to composing that email, they will constantly police their language. Is that word too strong? Is that, whereas you go, I will very easily be able to dispassionately because it's not my email. It's not my situation. Say you need to send this, but that's, we need to be able to do that for ourselves. And I have friends who can do it for themselves. And I'm so impressed when I see them do it but it's definitely something that I think a lot of us need to work on does anyone else relate to this I just feel as though one must become one's own greatest advocate I remember listening to the James Altucher podcast and he said nobody wakes up 
in the morning and wants your success more than you and if they do that's a problem if you think about it from the multiple angles that you could think about that from you have to be the per- you have to be aware that you're the only person who wants the best for you in the way that you want so you have to be the advocate you have to be the agent of that now obviously one has to judge exactly how to play this on a case by case basis i do think it's important to say that but i've made a deal with myself after this because i do think that i was learning the same lesson over and over again and it got exhausting and it felt like it was really chipping away at me in a way I did not like. And so what happened recently was just a repeat of something that has pretty much happened month on month for about nine months. And I've just made a deal with myself that if I'm in this situation again, I will just call it out. I won't text a committee of friends to get their opinion. I'll trust what I'm feeling and articulate it in as diplomatic a fashion as I can. And I will also be very open to the fact that I might not be seeing it the way that the other person is seeing it. And I will be open to that conversation and that debate. It won't be a a slam dunk, a shutting things down. Because I can tell you that recently, saying how I felt and being open to being proved wrong or open to the other person's perspective and response is a much less stressful and agonizing way to deal with these things than to just let them go and then stew. And what's great, and I'll add this in at the end, is... I have done this before and I've worked up to it. I've thought about what I'm going to say. I've written my script down on my notepad or in my notes on my iPhone. And then I've called somebody and said, look, do you mind if we have a conversation about this? Because blah, blah, blah. And if someone gaslights you back, it's the most freeing thing. If someone says you're being too sensitive, you can just go, oh, yeah, you're the problem. It's not me. You, okay, fine. It's actually all good information gathering that lets you know, okay, I know to put that person in an outer circle, not an inner circle, or it all actually saying what you feel is really helpful for helping you either get people closer to you or move people further away from you based on how good they make you feel. So boundary setting, I think it's a very interesting one. I also think it's very, very, very difficult to do and I do think women perhaps more than men struggle with it more but I will be open to having that conversation in the Facebook group if the guys are listening and they're like Emma we have that problem too don't generalize maybe I've been really wrong there but uh, in chatting to loads of friends and the majority of the people I've spoken to this have been female I think we all relate to this idea that we can advocate for other people but we struggle to advocate for ourselves but we'll also put up with a lot of crap rather than be the one the person who's the problem or rather than be the path of most resistance and i if that's your experience too i would love to hear about it and if you have any solutions for boundary setting if you are somebody who is very very good at doing that sort of mental checklist is this over my boundary yes in which case i'll call it out then please can you share your stra- your strategies and tactics in the facebook group because i think it's really important that well i would like to read it and if i would like to read it that lets me know that there are other people listening to this podcast who would also like to hear it i think it's just incredibly fascinating there's a fine balance between setting a boundary being aggressive being too passive I just think that actually there's a sweet spot and I would love to be able to find it because I've I've looked for the map and I I, yeah, I just can't find those coordinates so maybe together we can do a group effort and we can find the coordinates to uh to finding how to really say how to really set your boundaries so that not only do you feel good but the people with whom you've set those boundaries feel good too they don't feel diminished they don't feel put down they don't feel shut down this is a real skill. I would love to learn it. I'm going to go online now and see if there's a course in setting boundaries 101. 
you know what, there are courses for everything. Of course, there's a course for this, but maybe let's create our own course in the Facebook group. So um, that's everything for bullet points this week. I would love to chat to you about this in the Facebook group. So please do go, do go over there. The link to join is in the show notes. Um, there's also ways that you can get in touch with me. You can email me at thebeautypodcast.gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram and threads where I'm at Emma Guns and the Facebook group. That's the way. Do it. Why not? Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for commenting on my posts on Instagram and sharing the podcast and subscribing and leaving reviews and spreading the word. I appreciate it so, so much. I will see you on the next one. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.